Faith, Hope and Love, episode 420, the sixth Sunday of Easter, year A. Happy Mother's Day to all mums as we here in Australia celebrate Mother's Day. Different parts of the world celebrate Mother's Day on different dates in the year, but whatever date it is celebrated, it's no coincidence that Christ used the image of an unconditionally loving parent to describe an essential characteristic of God's nature. What better example of unconditional love can be witnessed than the love of a mother for their cherished child? Christ wants us to know and experience the deep and abiding love that God has for us in calling us truly God's daughters and sons. This weekend we pray for all mothers, that they may be blessed for their goodness, kindness and self-forgetting love. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through Day I will arise. Today I arise. Today I arise. This day I will arise. Proclaim a joyful sound and let it be heard. Proclaim to the ends of the earth. The Lord has freed his people. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace to you, and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello everyone, and good wishes to you all. As we gather together on this sixth Sunday of Easter, let's pause in order to prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries by first calling to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you healed the sick. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgave sinners. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you give us yourself to heal us and bring us strength. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and on
Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that we may celebrate with heartfelt devotion these days of joy, which we keep in honour of the risen Lord, and that what we relive in remembrance we may always hold to in what we do. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles In those days, Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed the Christ to them. The crowds with one accord listened eagerly to what was said by Philip, hearing and seeing the signs that he did. For unclean spirits, crying with loud shrieks, came out of many who were possessed, and many others who were paralysed or lame were cured. So there was great joy in that city. Now when the apostles at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. The two went down and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit, for as yet the Spirit had not come upon any of them. They had only been baptised in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. The Word of the Lord Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. Cry out with joy to God all the earth. O sing to the glory of his name. O render him glorious praise. Say to God, how tremendous your deeds. Before you all the earth shall bow, shall sing to you, sing to your name. Come and see the works of God. Tremendous his deed among people. He turned the sea into dry land, they passed through the river dry shod. Let our joy then be in him, he rules for ever by his might. Come and hear all who fear God, I will tell what he did for my soul. Blessed be God who did not reject my prayer, nor withhold his love for me. Let all the earth cry out to God with joy. A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Beloved, in your hearts sanctify Christ as Lord. Always be ready to make your defence to anyone who demands from you an accounting for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and reverence. Keep your conscience clear so that when you are maligned, those who abuse you for your good conduct in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if suffering should be God's will, than to suffer for doing evil. For Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. 
he was put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. All who live in me will keep my words, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, while the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. The one who has my commandments and keeps them is the one who loves me. And the one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. The Gospel of the Lord The readings this weekend speak of the early church communities forming just after Jesus returned to his heavenly Father. He had sent the Holy Spirit to the apostles and to the church. The readings also show that the Holy Spirit sends the disciples out into mission, into new territories, beyond their comfort zone, further and further afield, to preach by word and action, and to spread the word of God further and further. Jesus, as we hear in the gospel this weekend, prepared the apostles for his leaving at the ascension by telling them that although he's going to the Father and they won't see him in the same way, that they will never be truly left alone. They would never be like orphans. But rather, the Spirit of Truth would come at Pentecost. It's this Spirit, the Holy Spirit, that helped them to know the presence of Jesus in their lives, even when they were no longer able to see him with their eyes. He was in them and around them. Our Lord asked the apostles to love him and to follow his commandments, for this is the way to have fullness of eternal life and fullness of life in this world too. This is the way to experience the love of the Heavenly Father. There's really only one commandment, the single command to love. If we love Jesus, then we have love for one another. When we live the values and commands Jesus lived in his own life, humility, joy, peace, justice, compassion, mercy and love, we are doing the will of the Father. 
It is also the Spirit of Truth who helps us to understand the presence of the Holy Spirit, the Father and the Son in our lives, even now and always. In the coming week, in some time of quiet, of prayer and reflection, let us reflect prayerfully upon these questions. What is your experience of how Jesus continues to reveal himself to us today? What are some experiences you've had yourself where you really feel that Jesus is continuing to be present and active in our lives today? What particular value that Jesus lived do you find the most attractive? In his ministry, his actions, his words, what value really, really draws you the most? When is the promise of the Spirit of Truth most alive in you now? Think of a time in your reflection of when the promise of the Spirit of Truth is most alive in you. Where is that? What's going on when that feeling happens? Of when the promise of the Spirit of Truth is most alive in you. How comforting is it to live in the promise that the Holy Spirit will always be with us? And notice in the Gospel, Jesus speaks about sending the Holy Spirit upon his followers. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Truth. The Holy Spirit comes into our hearts, making a permanent home there and making us sons and daughters of God forever. The Holy Spirit joins us to God, unites us, brings us into communion, so that we are in union with God and with one another. What a special, priceless gift that our God gives to us. Thanks be to God for this gift. The presence of the Holy Spirit in our hearts and in our church is absolutely vital. Without the Holy Spirit of God present in us and in our church, we cannot do anything effective. With the Holy Spirit, which is promised to us, active and alive in us and in our church, we can achieve all things. This truth was known right from the beginning of the church, 2,000 years ago. And so the ancient greeting that the early Christian communities gave to each other reflected their acknowledgement of the presence and truth of the Holy Spirit amongst them and in them and in their lives and in their church community. The priest or the bishop would say, the Lord be with you. And the people would reply, and with your spirit. This goes right back to the early church. This was a recognition and acknowledgement that the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, was very much present and active in us and in our church. It is rather fitting that it's been now 10 years since the church has gone back to that ancient saying. It changed its translation and went back to the Latin and was more precise about it. And it now has a saying that actually never changed. The English response we had been saying for 40 years before 2010 was changed back to the ancient words. And the words, and also with you, that were used in that missal up until 10 years ago, were actually a very loose translation, only a paraphrase of the Latin master edition of the missal. And so Rome and the local bishops decided that that translation didn't quite capture sufficiently, in particular this saying, the recognition of the Holy Spirit, who is so very necessary for the life of the church. So now since 2010, we Catholics have returned to this ancient set of words that says so much. 
And I must say, although it's an unusual phrase, but we're, we're now used to it after all these years since the new missile was revised, I like it. I really love it. I like how it acknowledges the presence and action of the Holy Spirit in each other and how this Spirit of God is with us always, bringing Jesus present to us, not only in mind, but also making him present and active in our lives, in our hearts, in our sacraments, and our daily actions. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray to our God who comes to us and lives in us. That Christians will understand the significance of God's commandments in modern life and be faithful to them. Let us pray to the Lord that the world will be renewed by the power of the Spirit. Let us pray to the Lord. that the newly initiated will rejoice in the gift of new life. Let us pray to the Lord that we will not slander others, but rather speak with courtesy and a clear conscience. Let us pray to the Lord that our deceased brothers and sisters will inherit eternal life, especially those for whom we now pray. Let us pray to the Lord. God, ever close to us, your spirit comes to us and pleads our cause. We humbly ask you to hear us as we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. 
by the mystery of this water and wine. May we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, our Lord, and may this sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. May our prayers rise up to you, O Lord, together with the sacrificial offerings, so that purified by your graciousness, we may be conformed to the mysteries of your mighty love. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. By the oblation of his body, he brought the sacrifices of old to fulfilment in the reality of the cross. And by commending himself to you for our salvation, showed himself the priest, the altar, and the lamb of sacrifice. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise. And even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many 
for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray, that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistants, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen.
May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. If you love me, keep my commandments, says the Lord, and I will ask the Father, and he will send you another paraclete to abide with you forever. Alleluia. Here is a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity.
Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, who restore us to eternal life in the resurrection of Christ, increase in us, we pray, the fruits of this paschal sacrament and pour into our hearts the strength of this saving food. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for giving generously of your time, your prayer and your praise of God. I pray that this coming week is blessed and filled with peace and joy. This is a special blessing for all mothers. Let us pray. Good and gentle God, Lord of all creation, we pray in gratitude for our mothers and for all the women who have joined with you in the wonder of bringing forth new life and nurturing with love young lives. Jesus, you became human through a blessed woman, the Virgin Mary. Grant to all mothers the grace and strength that they need to face the uncertain moments that life often brings to us all. Give them ongoing strength to love and to be loved in return. Give them the faithful support of family and friends and the wider community. May they receive peace and joy through their family and friends to sustain them through the joys and the sorrows of life. Most of all, Lord, give them the wisdom to turn to you for help when they need it most. Bless all our mothers and grant them the reward of their unconditional love and kindness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection Led by Rev. Paul Kelly Prayers and Chants, Roman Missal, 3rd edition Copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy I sell Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version Copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA The Psalms, Copyright 1963 and 2009 The Grail, Collins Publishers Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray by Robert Borg E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky The Gloria, Copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org Today I Arise for Tricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelk, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988, 2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelk, 2020. Production by KER, 2023. May God bless and keep you.
As we hear in the gospel this weekend, Jesus prepared the apostles for his leaving, his leaving by returning to the Father at the Ascension, by telling them that they would never really be left alone. They wouldn't see him anymore, but they would not be orphaned. They would not be left behind. They would never be like orphans. Sorry, I'll just read what's here. (laughs) 